it's October 26th, and this week in modern returns. I am Mean Mono Green of Lanwar, and we've got all the best of competitive modern news from the week and weekend coming at you now. We've got challenges, APTQ, 5-0 features, and the final couple of weeks of the trophy tussle. This week in modern presents challenge recap. Out of your Saturday Top 8, there were five streamers who made it all the way to that Top 8. Demonic Tutors, Sneaky Misato, Canister, MTG, Aspiring Spike, and Doomwake who met in the finals. We haven't seen much from Esper Reanimator since early in the Innistrad season. However, Spike revitalized the deck's chances this week with the terrifying Modern Horizons double punch of Grief and Ephemerate, in addition to Wafo Tapa reanimator staple Muldrifter. Modern's Swords to Pitch Shares, Solitude, and the big boss Haymaker, all the way from Amonkhet, Archon of Cruelty. We saw him there in the finals against the zookeeper himself, Rhino expert Doomwake, on his newest and shockingly successful brew, Urinos. Combining the explosive power of Team Rhinos with four-color Money Pile cards Omnath, Locus of Creation, Solitude, Teferi, and additional Cascade card Ardent Plea, this deck has almost as much speed and consistency as the 60-card Rhinos deck with greatly increased ability to grind. Crusherbot BG and Canister MTG were your semi-finalists, Crusher rolling through the Swiss 6-1. Seemingly the only Lurisless Hammer Time player in the world, rocking main deck Sword of Fire and Ice, Nettlesist, four Steel Shapers Gift, and sideboard cards unseen in most other Hammer Time lists nowadays, Defense Grid, Mortar Pod, Swords of War and Peace, and Steel of Sinew, and three copies of Silence. Canister MTG was running his version of Four Color Sky Noodle, and made the finals despite the MTGO bug with Abundant Growth attempting to push him out. Canister still likes a Singleton Time Warp in the main deck, helping the deck have an out to infinite turns with Eternal Witness and Ephemerate against grindy matchups. Sneaky Misato ended 7th on a similar list. Demonic Tutors continues tearing it up with another top 8 placement on Yogmoth. this streamer and grinder settling themselves more firmly into the seat of the premier Yogmoth combo pilot online and a team of Rhinos and Affinity round out your top eight in which we see six different macro archetypes. Doomwake actually made the top eight on a 5-2 record, and the other 5-2 records ran all the way down to 27th place. That's right, 18 players who didn't make the cut on tiebreakers. Those players included three Jund Sagavan, two Yogmoth combo, four blue-white control variants, one Sky Noodle mid-range, Burn, Belcher, Rhino, and Creativity deck. And just behind those players, there was a representation of two BTL Scapeshift decks and one Amulet Titan. 32nd place Real BJ, though, had the spiciest deck of the tournament, taking Black Red Undying Rebirth Elementals to a 4-3 record. Combining Undying Evil and Malakir Rebirth with Elementals Fulminator Mage, Fury, Grief, and no copies of Lightning Skelemental, this attrition deck looks brutally punishing for any opponent who deigns to mulligan against them. Moving on to Sunday, the top eight had a little less spice and a lot fewer streamers. The top spot was taken down by Gabriel, uh, 91, on Living End, who defeated Happy Sandwich on Black White Hammer in the finals. Jun Sagavan and the first of three four-color ephemerate decks was in fourth place, the other two in seventh and eighth, respectively. And 
two copies of Red White Burn were the rest of your top 8. Once again, a messy cut to top 8 meant only one 5-2 record made it in. But only 13 missed the top spot this time, which included 9th and 10th place finishes from Yagmoth Combo, a Mardu Luris pile from grinder Big Dan, Javier Dominguez playing Urinos, Mr. Seri on Hardened Scales, and a pilot on Aspiring Spike's Esper Ephemery Animator deck. The rest of this field's top 32 had some standout decks, Nazart on their Black-White Griefblade deck, Tiamu on Blood Moon featuring Kikijiki and Deceiver Exarch, and a whole mess of Hammer Time. A less exciting yet still invigorating show of modern diversity in this fine Sunday challenge. However, the most competitive players were already partway through a higher stakes event when this tournament started. A PTQ that started in the late night early morning for the Americas, morning for Europe, and afternoon for the APAC region. So let's take a look at this final tournament for the weekend. We've seen a lot of this deck doing wonderfully at the highest levels of play, and there was no exception here. Definitively not Elemental's four-color Sky Noodle midrange picked up the top spot again in the hands of multi-format player Piper Pipehawk Powell, playing the deckless source from Kane Reinhard. She prevailed over an actual potato, Derek Jones, who brought a slightly different Hammer Time list into the finals, the main deck Dark Confidants and Thoughtseizes that have become fashionable of late to deal with a diversity of grindy decks and dangerous threats to Hammer's early game. In third, fourth place, we see Nammer Squats back at the absolute top level of play with his tuned 60-card blue-white deck, and unknown grinder Homer J with 80-card actual factual Jeskai Urian control. This super clean yet girthy list features four Wall of Omens, Solitude, and currently seldom played in modern, Snapcaster Mage, as well as an unholy amount of removal with four heats, bolts, endings, as well as Archmage's Charms, Counterspells, and Expressive Iteration, Spreading Seas, and Omen of the Seas to draw more gas. This deck has a constant overwhelming flow of card advantage once it gets going, which will eventually culminate in a Urian that draws three plus cards in many games. Wowee. Your top 8 PTQ players rounded out with more stock builds of Hammer Time featuring Thoughtseize, Hammer Time Siding Thoughtseize, Blue White Control, and Grinder MZ Blazer Milan Bayana on Jeskai Merktide. Through the rest of the top 16, we saw some amazingly diverse representatives Blue Black Mill in 9th place, Hammer Time, a Primeval Titan focused Indomitable Creativity deck in 11th, another Hammer Time, Contra Ego playing uh, 80 card Urza Blade combo, Merktide, Yogmoth, and another copy of Yo Rhinos. Once again, the top tier of plays shown an ability to innovate, outplay, and be lucky that lets us see some incredible development and gambles in the modern metagame, even with higher stakes on the line. And while we didn't touch on it last week, Let's get back to some mining for spice in the vast sandfields of the MTGO decklist dumps with some 5-0 features. Elbow Soap got a posting with a tweaked out version of Jund Sacrifice with singleton copies of Judith the Scourge Diva, Verols the Scar Striped, and copies of Dreadhorde Butcher, Lightning Skelemental, and the full grip of Footlight Fiend instead of Ragavan, showing that there's no deck in modern that can't do without the monkey. Aspiring Spike gave us a fresh 5-0 with an updated Soul Herder Kiki Chord list. FJ Rodman got the posting with Titan, not surprising. 
but the three copies of hive mind in their list are some old technology being brought out again to some perhaps surprising success this allows the deck to use its copies of slaughter pact summoner's pact or pact of negation to occasionally take a game when the opponent can't pay for a pact that they never wanted to cast. Hotterho played an Obosh red list that clicked into one of the truths of modern right now, Prismatic Ending is a really good removal spell, playing the full grip in this normally mono red midrange deck. Shudo Shotokan played 5 color humans with Grist the Hunger Tide, which can be tutored with Imperial Recruiter. And finally, Sprouts had a sweet posting with Red-White Sagavan, featuring four copies of Mirrodin Block staple Shrapnel Blast. There's so many more sweet innovations coming from the legions of modern fans playing online and in paper, and so much more to be explored. But it's time to check in on the state of the grind in the modern online trophy tussle. This Week in Modern presents the Trophy Tussle. It's October 26th, and while there are only two weeks remaining in this trophy race before we check in on those numbers, there's something very important that's been brought to our attention here on This Week in Modern. We try not to do a lot of editorializing or opining much beyond the modern meta game. However, the modern trophy race has been a fun opportunity to offer some extra attention to some hardworking, talented people, MTGO grinders. These players put a lot of time into playing and as such, will encounter more of Magic's Online bugs than the average player encounters. Magic Online has a bug reporting system and a reimbursement program. The reimbursement program is, in part, designed to compensate players for when their league is disrupted by a bugged card. Many of these grinders use Magic Online as supplemental income, or even primary income in some instances. Magic Online is a program with a lot of bugs. And new ones appear frequently, at least a few with most set releases. Some of these just have to be permanent fixtures of the client, apparently. Of note, Wall of Roots and Abundant Growth have bugs that are long-term and established. Several players have received emails threatening to cut off their redemptions being honored, or even had their ability to submit redemptions cut off by Wizards of the Coast. Now it seems that accounts are being terminated for such infractions, such as in the case of two modern trophy grinders we've highlighted over the last several months, Capoeira 02 and Silent Sea Song. Well, there's nothing we can do directly for these players, just bringing some attention to the issue is important. Thank you for your time and attention, and if you think that long-term bugs in a program used as a route to the highest level of competition are acceptable. If you disagree with this policy of, we aren't fixing the bug, but stop asking for things when you know you're playing with broken cards, please let Wizards know. With that, we turn our attention to the top board. In first place, Sky Noodle Midrange Innovator and Peak Competitor Martinez DP with 22 trophies. Titan of Titans, Punt Then Wine in second place with 19 trophies. The Pensword has rallied back to third place with 19 trophies. And the banned account of Capoeira 02 is still in fourth place with 19 trophies, standing as a testament to that player's tenacity and consistency. Finally on the top board, Master of Griefblade Nazart is in fifth with 14 trophies, though tied in pure number of trophies with the Tunneling Cat. 
Just under that, previous trophy leader Pygonti is at 13 trophies, buoyed by his experiments with elementals and exploring four-color Sky Noodle midrange. An aspiring spike, demonic tutors, and mistaken trail just beyond that. As we mentioned last week, we're working on a prize structure, which at the moment will be the total pool of prize tickets will be divided. 35% will go to first place, 25% to second place, 20% to third place, and 10% each to fourth and fifth place. This breakdown is a lot less top-heavy than the average tournament. However, this will hopefully encourage people just to put their names on the board. Our total prize pool is 120 tickets, and in the case of any ties, in terms of pure numbers of trophies, we'll be taking up the total number of tickets that would go to both of those players and dividing it in half. This is our own choice for fairness, so if there is a tie at the end, it will not matter which player got their trophy last. That brings us to the end of another episode of This Week in Modern, with all the modern news fit to be reported this week. But if you've got a modern deck or story that you want to share with us, please feel free to tweet me at TwimMTG, or email us at thisweekinmodern at gmail.com. I have been Mean Mono Green of Lanwar, wishing you the best of top decks and the best of luck. Good night.